The views and opinions expressed by the hosts and guests do not necessarily state or reflect those of the company and its management. Furthermore, the assumptions, views, opinions and insinuations made by the host and guests do not reflect those of the show, the management and the network. In addition, all copyrighted material is used without permission and will be removed with notification from the rightful owners or their agent. So there. You found the taxi stand hour. On Radio TFI. Join the conversation. You can reach the guys at 754-800-CHAT. 754-800-2428. On Twitter, at Taxi Standard. From a pay phone, call collect. What in the wide, wide world of sports is going on here? And good morning, friends. Welcome aboard here to another episode of the taxi stand hour on radio tfi and on the radio tfi streaming network from the shalotta makes me laugh.com studio in st paul minnesota i'm john shannon over there to my left from queens new york in the radio tfi executive tower it is my friend the one and only ed van ness Good morning, sir. Good morning, kids and kittens. Yes, it's been a couple of weeks since you've heard my voice, but lo and behold, here I am. All technical difficulties have been resolved. As you, if you're watching us on the video, you can see uh, Kermit, our, our in-house mechanic, is doing the final touches, making sure everything is just fine. Uh, John, Mr. Shannon, how are you feeling this week? You were a little... Uh, well, yeah, I was a little... Uh, uh, peaked, if you will, uh, here last uh, week. I I don't know what hit me, but man, I tell you, it was a good week to have everything go kaput here because I just all of a sudden something hit me like a ton of bricks. Right. So what we're doing is we're basically pretending like last week didn't happen. So in, in hour number two, we've got uh, uh, the one hit wonders has been put on hold. Everything has been put on hold. We're, we're just, we're just going to we're going to chug along here. We might try to squeeze two weeks worth of show into one show. It's going to be something. We got two weeks worth of stuff to talk about. I, on the other hand, I had some minor glitches. Some still not sure what happened to our system here in the Radio TFI Executive Tower. We understand that floors 98 through 215 were affected. And uh, somewhere in there was that bug. And uh, son of a gun, when we catch this bug, eh, there's going to be heck to pay. But uh, we've got it all sorted out for now. We trust everybody can hear us and uh, those that want to hear us. And if you don't want to hear us, eh, change the station. because. Uh, but we don't really want you to do that. Anyway, John, I, you know, you know, pal, you're my buddy, you're my pal, and I'll do anything I can. To make you feel better. And with that, the only thing I can think of to make you feel better is. It's the Radio TFI Market Watch. Brought to you by Pete and Tony's. These are two-week totals. It will close 
two weeks ago at 34.57. Uh, it's down 20 cents from two weeks ago. Lyft closed the week at 10.12, down $1.16 from two weeks ago. Uh, Tesla, 197.79, minus $10.52, worth more than Lyft. This has been the Radio TFI Market Watch. Go visit Pete and Tony's. And now, and now, visiting us from way, way deep in the heart of Texas. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, kids and kittens, it's Bill Fantrick. Morning, Bill. Oh, I still have Bill muted. See, I, I, I mute Bill <laughs> because he can't be trusted. It's not to run his mouth it's a damn it's a it's a damn ides of march <laughs> <laughs> let's try that again good it's morning coming quick good morning Bill. yes good morning and yeah to to quote somebody good morning yeah. <laughs> <laughs> good lord well, we're off to a rip roaring start i well, was gonna gonna say here we've been gone now for Basically had a week off, unscheduled vacation here, and <laughs> nothing's changed. Well, well, Bill was the only one not affected by last week's events. Things went perfectly smooth down, down deep in the heart of Texas. Hmm. Hmm. Go well, figure. Who well, knows? Well, what? Uh, <clears throat> the poor guy has enough to deal with as it is. Uh, living in texas so uh, that's uh, damn that's, certain that's gonna <laughs> so uh have you all been tuned into cpac <laughs> yeah it's right on my i've been sitting just <laughs> staring at the screen or, or forget cpac and that's not the one i want to go with uh the 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 fo- cpap no the fox news dominion uh oh guess what we're lying about the whole thing oops who who could have known it? <laughs> who who to thunk it? Who to thunk it? Uh, Hannity, <laughs> uh, Carlson, and Ingram. Go go go! Figure we were lying about the whole thing. Now, well, they're gonna just take oh. Fox away from Murdoch or what? Good, John. Well, I'm just I just gonna say that. They, they, they're doing this because they want to try to avoid that lawsuit. And I don't think that, uh, I don't think that, uh, Dominion is going to drop the lawsuit just because no, they all, no, no, oh, oh, no, not no. at this point. <laughs> no, this is, and, and what everybody has to realize before we go any deeper into this, remember, it's not advertisers. Uh, <laughs> We got to get you. Excuse me for the walkthrough. It's like in David Letterman. People just walk by this randomly. Just randomly. It's like the Today Show. It's the window on the world. (laughs) There you go. (laughs) Um, Remember, Fox, quote unquote, news. uh, And feel free to call it whatever you want. Fox nudes, Fox whatever. Fox nudes. There's certainly not news. Uh, Keep in mind, they don't really rely on advertising. It's cable and satellite subscriptions. So the thing is, is you want to get rid of. Now, your cable company is not going to take them off. No. Yet. Uh, but 
and, and I'm seriously considering it. And Bill, we're going to talk about this because you've done it. I am now seriously considering cutting the cord. Uh, Yippers. To because among other things, I don't want to support any of these channels. Look, I don't watch them. I don't need them. I don't want them. And you know, I got to look at. You know, is it just easier to go with the apps? You know, and I have a bunch of the apps already. So, uh, but <laughs> yeah, I just think it's funny all this Fox stuff coming out. And you're right, Dominion's not gonna Dominion's gonna go whole hog on this because, oh, because they're they're looking at uh, punitive damages out there, right. yin yang. Right, it'd be triple. I mean, this 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 could very well bankrupt Fox. Well, then and, and and bravo and bravo because absolutely look. They want to have. And I also think, I'm I, sorry, Ed, but I also think if uh, the NFL had any stones, they'd tell them to go Ted Cruz themselves. Well, they are uh, getting too much money from them right now. Oh hell yes! Uh, but uh, you, you've got look the the people the uh, management at Fox has a right to have a slant on things, and that's all fine and well. But you can't be out there lying, and, t and uh, you you essentially caused January sixth. Oh, no doubt, because you you kept insisting, insisting. You've got look, they've got three million viewers. There's ninety million cable subscribers in the country, and you got this small minority all worked up to believe all this nonsense. And you know, maybe you shouldn't be in business here. Uh, and not only, or keep in mind. The U.S. government should also be looking into uh, Rupert and his son at uh, uh, revoking their American citizenships. <laughs> I mean, the, 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 is this not uh, essentially treasonous activity? Uh, you're kind of walking a razor line there, but, you know, hey. But it could go either way. Well, Guys, it's like War of the Worlds all over again. <laughs> hey, you're not too far off. You cause uh, you for what you broadcast. You cause mass panic. You cause mm -hmm. mass confusion. Uh, you uh, have. Oh you, no, the mass confusion already exists. On that. that <clears throat> and, well, that's true, but uh, so they don't need any help. Right. <laughs> Right, but as far as exactly in, in the example of War of the Worlds, that also came with disclaimers at every commercial break or every, you know, it came with disclaimers. Yeah, but you're yeah. making the quantum leap assumption that Trump followers can read. Be that <clears throat> this was on radio. They said this is a, a you know, blah, blah, yeah, blah. So they're saying, yeah, so then people just weren't listening. To well, no. What and, here. and that's what Orson Welles banked on. People tuning in in the middle, you know. And hearing all this, although, you know, and, and, but Fox News isn't doing any of this. They're just outright uh, this, that, the other thing, all the other lies they tell. And, uh, you know, again, if you want to have a particular slant, that's one thing. You, you do you. But you can't be up there lying and then projecting onto everybody else. I, I mean, uh, I don't know if I could do that and keep a straight face. You know, I paid you enough money. You would. Hey, you know, maybe you got a point there. I'd give you sixteen hundred dollars, and I bet you'd do it. 
Okay, smartass. Yeah, I probably would. <laughs> At this point, <laughs> yeah, yeah, you would, yeah, you would. Uh huh. So, John, how are you feeling, by the way? Well, I mean, I I'm fine. I, I, if we don't, if you don't mind, I'll get into this whole because we didn't get, actually get a chance to talk about it last week. What actually happened to me? Well, we didn't get a chance <laughs> because we went off the air. And that's I, it. I, I understand that. Damn oh. it, you know, and Damn I can't. Elves. Damn FCC walked right into the building and shut us shut down. down. <laughs> yeah, well, that's, the, that's the excuse that the upper le- upper left uh, corner is upper left square is making. But uh, <laughs> upper left is that me or him? I I don't know. That is, that is you. Oh, it's me. No, 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 no. It was the bugs. Yeah. Okay. Hey, you know what they say? Management goes first. I'll just be sitting down here going, "Hey, see ya." But yeah. <laughs> Come down and get me. <laughs> so, for those who didn't hear, uh, nobody heard. We, well, yeah, no <laughs> shit, right? But God, now what was it? Now that have been three weeks ago. Now, oh, two uh, weeks ago, I uh, was after all the. BS and malarkey that I'd been going through trying to get my car, you know, keeping my car road ready, keeping the keeping the heat running and everything like that, thinking, ah, we're doing pretty good. Uh, all of a sudden, I'm nice. It was, uh, I mean, we'd had weather earlier, a little bit of snow and whatnot, but the roads were fine. The roads were absolutely perfect. I was at a stoplight and uh had a passenger we were having a nice conversation and i can't even say out of nowhere because i seen it coming i was just happened to be glancing in a rearview mirror and saw it coming and bam i was i was smashed the then the van, van got, got hit yeah and the van got hit too yeah that's it but um yeah you got a target on your back or something now, dog? I'm beginning to wonder. But uh, a guy in a, in a big old pickup truck. Yeah. Wasn't paying well, attention. That explains it. Wasn't paying any damn attention to what he was doing. Uh, arguably, I think actually that he was, uh, he might have even been drunk. But uh, but he uh, he smashed it to be real good. He uh, then afterwards he pulled pulled around me. There was some damn. There was some considerable damage to his truck too, but he pulled around me. Wanted to file or wanted to go. Said, "Well, let's go over this lot. We'll exchange information. Yada yada yada." But he wanted me to go first. <laughs> and I, I just I felt there was something a little fishy about this. I said, no, why don't you, you know, go ahead. You can take the chance. I'm already in a turn, you know, had pulled over into the turn lane. While you have the chance, pull around me. Go ahead and pull a lot. I'll meet you there. He did. He finally did. And I, uh, I, I should have known it was going to happen. He pulled in and then he just kept on driving in the lot, kept on a going. And uh, so. Not only was I rear-ended, it was a it was a classic hit and run on you got top. Doubly rear-ended. He didn't even get a reach around. Yeah, no, exactly. Pretty much. Pretty much. So, 
Uh, physically, I'm per, I'm okay. Passenger was okay. You know, we were both buckled up. Uh, you know, I went to urgent care just because I I was sore. Trust me, I I was sore after that. I hadn't felt that sore since my wrestling days, but. <laughs> <laughs> Now, I've always told people with uh, with x-rays and things like that, you get in any of those kind of accidents, go to urgent care, to emergency room or whatever, because whiplash and a lot of injuries do not manifest for two to three days. Yeah. And so they, they ran me through a CAT scan. They didn't find any cats. So <laughs> very fortunate. <laughs> uh, so I'm, I'm physically okay, but the car, but the, uh, my car, my baby, the thing I, I've had now for almost five years. Jeez, see you bye. So, um, at least for me. Here's the it's, deal. It's the universe telling you you needed a new vehicle. Well, uh, that wasn't I, the message at all. No. <laughs> no. John will tell you what the message was. The message was get out of this whole notion that you feel you have to be an owner operator. There you go. Because I'm going to tell you something. I don't have, you know, I don't change tires, let alone fix anything else on a, on a car. <laughs> now, yeah, now, I get a flat, I get now, a flat tire. I'm calling for a tow truck to come jack that thing up and, change the tire i can't do it now, just now i was not I, do it. I, I was all with for john to be an owner and this is not an i told you so thing i'm glad you had the experience that you had but what did i say at the very beginning oh, vaguely i said you're gonna it's not as easy as it looks it sucks to be the king and, and look no he, he went through his thing and had its pros it's at its cons but i am happy that you know you've made the decision well, you tell folks what you're going to be doing now. Well, as it stands, short term, I'm I'm lease. I'm going to go back to leasing a car from the company. It's their headache now. I don't have to pay for squat anymore. What a, what I, pay about him, I pay them the lease. I pay them the lease, and uh, that's it. Short term. But out of this, I had dropped a little hint. That, you know, if, if there was a position here in the company that you thought that maybe I'd be qualified to fill, and I just throwing that out there, I didn't know what the hell, you know, I don't know what they're doing from one day to the next anymore. So, and I got a text from the uh, CEO of the company, the owner of the company, asking me if I was uh, interested in working in their, in their driver's, uh, driver services department. And I said, Sure, absolutely. He said, well, we'll uh, we got a couple things we've got to work through here yet, but uh, they'll be getting back to me on that. So, And we say, uh, bravo. Well, so, excuse me for being the lay person in this discussion, but what in the hell is driver <laughs> services? <laughs> well, you got to realize that the company has... Um, they were cut their their fleet was cut down seriously uh, due to covid but now we've kind of regained and we've 
back up to about three, 350 uh, drivers now. And there are things as, you know, look, you have individuals who, unfortunately, this isn't, you know, you're a professional, you know how to do your job and what have you. Unfortunately, the training that goes into driving somebody for a living really gets, they really haven't stuck a lot of effort into that. And, and I can they, t- I can tell you this much, and I'm going to just step in here for a second, John. From when I began as a cab driver 40 years ago, where the company I was with, they were the, the biggest in the county at the time, and they still are. Uh, it was a couple of hours of, here's how our radio system works. Here's how you fill out a charge slip. We're going to drive you around and show you a few of the cab stands and how the radio works. And uh, good luck. And this is where you get your horse watered? Uh, something like that, yeah. 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 We're moving right along um, from the <laughs> layperson. Uh, and then you went out and you drove a cab and you learned. Uh, it was, uh, most people didn't last a week. Uh you didn't last a week. And uh, now, currently, when I left, when you when when you were becoming a driver with Yellow Cab of Broward County, you were it was mandated. You there was two days of training uh, between the dispatch system, how to become a how to try to earn money as a cab driver. Some of that is involved, not a lot, but some. Uh, rules the laws the ordinances uh, pertaining there's a lot more involved in it uh now because there's a lot more i mean even from the 80s it used to be you just throw slap dicks in a car collect their money at the end of the shift and you know oh well it's not that anymore you can't be that anymore you know we're not on a on a crinkly and they were never cbs by the way for all you people out there oh you use cb radio no we used to <laughs> <laughs> even knew that <laughs> no it was a real radio system with a big, yes. big antenna and uh anyway <laughs> you know and you had to deal with a crotchety old old dispatcher who used to be a driver and couldn't drive anymore and when he did well maybe there was a bottle of jack daniels in the back maybe maybe there wasn't and uh you mean danny did and that's the other thing, Danny DeVito. <laughs> On that show, Danny DeVito didn't... Anyway. Anyway, okay. so so driver services, and when you're with a company of any... So even when I was an independent, and we only had 11 or 15 cars, we put our guys through, you know, we went over policies, procedures, how we operated, how our, our radio system worked, and you had to do it. Uh, and we made them sign contracts. And uh, John, tell us what what happened to your uh, to your van to your taxi cab. Well, they, they haven't told me they're at the company to come, you know, pick it up and do whatever I'm going to do with it. Uh, so I put an offer on the table with the with the company. I asked them, listen, uh, you know, I've only got you know I've got like twenty five twenty six hundred dollars to pay off the van. That was, by the way, I don't even know if you were realizing that, Ed, at the time. That was a $20,000 note. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Good on you. So I had, it, I had it paid all the way down. <laughs> I only me. owed $2,500 left yeah. on it. Now, believe me, I and, I feel your pain. I had, that happen, and, I had that happen once with a car. We had just bought it. 
it was on the road for a month. The uh, the nitwit driving it uh, got into an accident, and it can never be determined whether it was his fault, her fault, or and uh, we had to eat that. I made car payments for two years on a car I didn't own. We didn't even have the <laughs> we, we stripped the corpse, and uh, you know. It was what we referred to as a corpse. Actually, we sat it, we kept it for a while, we stripped all the parts of it that were still useful, and uh, you know, never drove again. It never drove again. But I kept making so car payments. Is, Sorry, John. I I made the uh, <clears throat> I, I made the company offer. I says, just take this off my hand. Twenty six hundred bucks. You can guys. I don't want to know what you guys do with it. You know, you can tell you what to do with it, but reach okay. around. You can part it out. You know, they've got guys that you know are pretty good body uh, body men there at the company. They could probably they could probably make that car work again. Well, again, that's what we used to do on a wreck or something so old. Uh, my my mechanic would keep. We would put it up to hit, bring it up to his shop. And uh, we would take the tires off, the rims. We'd put old crappy rims on it just so it could roll. And he took whatever engine parts and whatever parts he needed. And usually our corpses would sit there. And that was his name for it, the corpse. Uh, yeah. And it would be there for as long as it was useful. Or until the next fresh corpse came in. <laughs> next fresh corpse. Then he would hurriedly take off whatever he needed from the old corpse. And we'd bring the new corpse in. It's a gruesome so, business. Let's talk a little bit, because Ed and I have had this conversation about insurance on these on these cars for the longest mm-hmm. time. Now, you were telling me, you just got the saying that you were making payments on a car you didn't use. So you had to buy some of your fleet on payments as well. Well, I, I, I bought, uh, when I was buying Crown Vix and up until the last dozen or so minivans i bought them through the company through the cab company oh okay so so all those payments were bundled in with my weekly payments you know my dispatch payments and Mm -hmm. and all that so i mean we did buy uh, other stuff that we bought we paid cash for Mm -hmm. If if we bought it you know i bought a number of vans on ebay and uh and the joy of that was i would get to I had an excuse to go away for a weekend to go pick it up and drive it back. Not that the phone stopped ringing, but again, another story for another time. But here's the thing. When you buy a car from just a uh, Joe Schmo's part, you know, a car lot, uh, and you have to make payments, you have to make payments to a financial institution. That is correct. When the, fin- the financial institution, whenever you are making payments... They want insurance. They make you, they want insurance. Now, liability insurance isn't a problem. The minute I drove that thing off their lot, I had liability insurance through, through the company. My cab company. Right. Through the company. No the problem. Unfortunately, no collision. at liability, there's no collision. There's no comprehensive. No, sir. Oh, yikes. So, but, but hold on one second, John. For those of you just joining us, the the uh, the insurance that your your normal taxi cab carries through its company, it covers uh, it covers the passenger and anything you may run into. It does not cover the driver nor the vehicle. 
So, huh. just so, so you know, there is, you wreck it, you fix it. So here's, but here's the deal with that. Um, I had to just, uh, look, I couldn't find anybody to just ensure that at a commercial rate, I couldn't find anybody to just give me comprehensive collision insurance. I got liability covered, but I couldn't get the other, I couldn't get the other half of it. Anywhere, anywhere on the free market could not get it. Not even a matter of, of you know, could I pay for it? No, we Is don't know. Just because it was a cab? Well, commercial vehicle. Yeah. But that insurance is available. Yeah, it is, but you give up your first male-born child. No, no. No, I had it. I had it for all my vehicles. It ran me about 75 bucks a month per vehicle. The hell out of here. Where'd you do that? I can sign up with them. 75, 100 (laughs) bucks. I went through the uh, insurance people that my cab company used. And they pointed me at, at this guy. I said, call him. I spoke to him. They were based out of Tampa. I, yeah, I've, I own a bunch of cabs in the fleet. <clears throat> but this is independent of that. And he found me a carrier. And it ran me, you know, on average about 70. No, seven, that included the cars I didn't cover. Uh, it was about maybe 125 bucks a month, give or take. But it made for a, a peaceful night's sleep. Say again. Well, and that you see, that would have been worth it because, as it was, for me, I went out and I just went out and got prudential insurance, regular prudential insurance, and prayed like a mother that you, you know put, nothing happened. You threw that money away. Oh, you know I. And by the by the way, you don't even I haven't even told you this, but yeah, I did get the denial. Mm-hmm. Uh, notice you. on that, and and look, I down deep inside, I was hopeful, but not. I I didn't. Yeah, I I look. knew that. Uh, <clears throat> look, if I didn't have, I could have made. Excuse me. I could have made a case if I didn't have a passenger. Unfortunately, well, I that's, had a passenger. That and again, we've talked about this privately, and I used to go through this before I owned the fleet of cabs. I had friends of mine that would go pick up their longtime customers in their personal car if their cab wasn't available. And I was always vehemently against that because, and, and I would get the same position every time. Well, Ed, you know, I've been picking this guy up for 15 years. You know, he's like a friend. Yeah, he's like a friend, but he's not a friend. Because when you have that accident and he loses a foot, I promise you, he ain't a friend anymore. He ain't, he ain't your pal no more. And he's going to, exactly. at some point, he's going to say, well, yeah, but I, I paid him like 20 bucks to take me to the airport. And then it's going to come out that you were doing vehicle for hire in your personal car. They're going to find out in a hurry that you're a, uh, that you're a licensed for hire driver. And one of the first rules you're taught, don't do that. Exactly. <laughs> So, so all your insurance is going to go down the tubes, not to mention you're going to be, you're going to be personally, uh, financially liable, criminally liable, do it in the vehicle, give the, give the job to, to somebody else who has a cab. 
look, I couldn't stop people from doing things. I, I never tried, but I was vehemently against that vehemently. And, uh, mm -hmm. uh, the commercial insurance that I had for a while. And I let my drivers know because I bumped their rates 25 bucks a week. I said, this does not mean that you won't be responsible in an accident that's your fault. Okay. Mm -hmm. Well, Ed, what's the deductible? Don't you worry about what the deductible is. Just don't wreck my car. Exactly. If it's not your fault, then you've got nothing to be concerned about which was always mm -hmm. the situation. It wasn't their fault, and the other driver was at fault. We go after their insurance company. I would never charge a driver for something that he was clearly not at fault for. That being said, the insurance is my cushion, is, is, is Uncle Ed's sleeping pill every night. So I know I'm not going to, you know, again, this is after I had been paying for a car that I could no longer, I no longer even physically had. Uh, the commercial insurance came in handy on more than one occasion uh, because I could just go to my insurance company, get paid, and let them fight it out. Let them fight it out. And, uh, mm -hmm. This is why every nitwit Uber driver, see, we're coming back to this, John. It takes Sometimes it takes six months, but we get back to it. Every nitwit <laughs> Uber and Lyft driver driving out there on their basic insurance is you, you, you're out of your flipping mind because these people are not your friends. Even even on a normal day, Uber riders want to want to screw you out of out of five bucks. I mean, they'll they'll, they'll <laughs> tell people you were driving drunk just to get a free eight dollar ride. What makes you think they're going to be on your side in the accident? Are you out of your flipping mind? Commercial insurance. Hey, hey boy, I'd I'd fall out of that cab and or the Uber car and I'd be flopping like a crappie. You'd set yourself on fire. You damn right I would. <laughs> <laughs> you son of a bitch. bitch. Look what you did to me. <laughs> Never presume that people are going to be on your side because it's just not going to happen. You may be the nicest guy in the world. <clears throat> excuse me. And I'm a passenger in your vehicle. But when we have that accident and I'm out of work for a month, don't come to me, oh, buddy, please don't, don't sue me. Don't, you got insurance, right? Well, <laughs> you better, you better start fishing through the sofa cushions. And, That's uh, for damn certain. They come after you with nasty, pointy teeth. <laughs> I like that. Nesting, pointy teeth. I like that. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so, so anyways, that's that. I pro I am hoping that... I, I'm gonna guess that I'm gonna probably be driving right through the uh, the <clears throat> summer months, just because they'll they'll lose a few drivers and whatnot, and that and it's kind of slower. They'll get the company will get a chance to kind of rearrange, do what it's going to do. However, it has some sort of vision for how they're gonna do driver services in the future, and that's uh, and hey, that's fine. You know, take your time. I'm. You know, I'm back in this lease car, in this company car, and I'm comfortable now. I'm not driving with all this, all these worries on me about, uh, God, what's going to happen if somebody hits my car? What's, mm -hmm. you know, 
you know, I, I just, I don't have that. Oh my God, what's that clunking? No, you know, what's that noise? I hadn't heard noise before. And, and John, after your experience as an owner, does it make sense now why I had a massive heart attack? Uh, he, it sure does, my friend. It sure does. Because take, you take, can you can ask Johnny with my business. He has absolutely no idea how I didn't have one. Well, yeah, I, you know, you're kind of high strung to begin there. Uh, begin with there. So. I mean, we've talked about this before, but uh, think about what John's going through there, and I'll multiply it by twenty. Plus, I had drivers to contend with. John had no drivers to contend with. Now, I would have at any given time maybe 30, 40 drivers that I was I was dealing with. And most of them were okay. But mo- then, then you had your number. There was always that probably 20, 30% who uh, spent, spent every waking moment figuring out ways to bust my jobs. Mm-hmm. Question everything I do. Here to put a rather fine point on this is what we always said in the Navy. The captain is responsible for the ship, right? Mm-hmm. Why does the captain go down with the ship? You ever try paying for an aircraft carrier? There you go. Hey, now, there you go. That's, uh, uh, my mouse says, there we go. That's what I wanted. That's what you needed. But, I mean, so, you know, your stress levels and all that, and yeah, I, I mean, again, John, you went through what you went through and that was enough for you. Um, and it was enough for me. I'm happy to be out of it now. John, I do appreciate where you are. I, I mean, now that there's some distance for me, I'm happy not to be an owner anymore. Uh, you will, if you feel good about it now, just wait a year. You'll feel much better about it. Much better. You will. That's for uh, damn certain. I, I mean, own, owning and operating your own vehicle for hire, your own taxi. I always said to people, drivers will come to me, oh, Ed, I want to be an owner. I want to do this. I, yeah, okay. <laughs> and I would, uh, first question I would ask, do you want to do it because you'll make more money? Yes. Then you're doing it for the wrong reason. Exactly. Because you're not going to make any re- any more real money. Oh, you'll, you know. I said, you're doing it. The reason you do it is to have control over the vehicle. You decide how it's maintained. You decide everything about that vehicle that, you, that you're that you able to. And that, mm. and then you don't have, and you're, not up to and including, taking it home, parking it where you want, washing it as many times as you want, changing the oil uh, when you want, having it mechanically, taking care of the way you want. If you're doing it for money or any other reason, you just just lease a vehicle. Do yourself a favor. Mm-hmm. And, you know, the thing is, is like I still have, uh, uh, it, it depends. If they're going to just wind up parting out that car, I'm going to ask them if I can have, if I can have a couple of things on, on that. Like, like what? I've got, uh, well, like the, New snow, the relatively new snow tires that I have on nope, that car. I can't ask for that. Oh, I, I can ask for it, whether or not they give it to me. This is gonna wrong, they're going to give you something, but it ain't going to be what you John, want. John, I would highly recommend against, against that. Unless it's a personal item inside the vehicle, I would just don't put conditions on it. Because the first thing I would tell you is, nope. And then mm-hmm. here, take your vehicle back. You want the tires? You yeah, take that's them all. the bottom line. 
Yeah, that's a, that's that's a good point. That is a good point. I understand you just put good money into those tires. Don't oh. poke the tiger. But again, what we used to do, we would of course we had the resources because we had a gazillion rims. We would take four <laughs> crappy tires and swap them out if we had just put new tires on a car. But uh-huh. you you didn't have that situation. Okay. No, I didn't have the extra rims. I've got it. I've got uh, four tire, four all seasons sitting in my garage and, here, and that's where they're going to stay. Pretty much. Pretty much. Now, I, wait, wait, I buy wait. some tires, Ed. <laughs> hey, sorry, my car won't take them. Sorry, as much as I'd love to, it's. Uh, Donnie's now in the tire business. He's now in the tire yeah. business. I mean, but you could also, you know what? Maybe you can you can say to them, "Hey, look, I got the all seasons." You know, could could we yeah. swap them out? Now that's that's not unreasonable. But what are you going to oh, do with these snow tires? You don't have a vehicle. <laughs> what, what, here's the thing: this company is this this is a good company. And don't piss them off. Even if I wind up leasing a company car, I could go to where I bought those uh, uh, snow tires from. And say, swap them out for me. Uh, no, you can't. Sure, I can. I'll charge you for that. I'll guarantee no. you. You want to know why? Because it's not your I... car. That's also well, true. It's no, not they your car. A lot late after night and trying to now. Trust, if, trust if, me when I, I know this company. I can do. I could do that. Now, now, what, what kind of vehicle are you driving now? Are you driving a caravan? Yeah. Okay, so now you can maybe you can say when they take possession of the vehicle, hey guys, can we swap those snow tires onto what I'm driving now? Now that's that's not unreasonable. Yeah. But if you were to take my car into a tire shop and play some game of swapping tires like that, buddy, you'd be you'd you'd be hitting the bricks. And especially if you, it's one thing if you come to me and talk to me about it, I would say it's a poor idea. And in my situation, I would have said, no, I'll take care of it if you want. But uh, look, you're coming to the springtime here. All right. I know it stopped snowing there, what, in July, August? So <laughs> exactly, Fourth of July. I mean, you've got at least two months where I would keep those snow tires okay. on this car. Yeah. Then you have to, first off, they have not taking the vehicle off your hands yet right do they have possession of the vehicle yeah right now it's at the company's okay so here's what you do you go in and you ask you ask would it be possible to swap the tires i have now with the ones on my van and they'll either say yes or no right okay but it's still a gray area because they have not purchased that vehicle yet. And then they're putting, right now, it's putting your tires on their vehicle, which I would say a big fat no to. Now, if if they buy the vehicle from you, that would have been, as me as an owner, I would say, John, come in, we're going to swap those tires out. We're going to put those snow tires on because it makes sense. Mm-hmm. You know, come in, we'll, you know, we'll take a half, we'll have the tires off and ready to go. Take a half hour yeah. of your day and and away you go. That's what I, that's how I would handle it. But you can't unilaterally. You don't own this vehicle, and the one you do own is a piece of crap sitting there in their shop. 
Okay. It's scrap metal at this point. So bring it up to them. Hey, you think we can maybe swap those tires out? Ask, don't tell. Yeah. And Bill's familiar with X, don't tell. Or don't X. Don't ask, don't tell. Don't ask, don't tell. <laughs> 75 couples. Good. And John, what do you what do you say? What do you say we roll on from this? Uh, I was getting ready to say, uh, holy crap, it's the taxi stand hour. We're talking about stack taxis. Well, what Damn. do you know? Yeah, geez, go, figure. go figure. <laughs> Where was the last time we did that, huh? Man. Uh, one day, one day, one day, one day. <laughs> so, I had another situation come up here. Oh, boy. I'm just full of situations. Well, you're full of you're something. You're full of something. That's for damn yeah, sure. Yeah. So, I had a, I had a call at uh, Children's Hospital in Minneapolis here last week. On a call on on the hospital's account, uh, just a just a jaunt over under the north side at you know Minneapolis. So. Wasn't that big of a deal or whatnot, but they the company they did something here that just annoyed the living hell out of me, and that was they took a reservation for this hospital to pick up at this hospital. Uh, all of the clinics, all the places we pick up uh, at clinics and what have you, are all supposed to be will call because you never people. They lose track of time. The, the, the doctor isn't done with them like mm-hmm. they should be and what have you. So they say, so anyways, I get there about five minutes to sat there. 12 o'clock, nobody. 12.05, nobody yet. I waited till about 12.07, 12.08, and I hit my button on my tablet and t- called it off as a no-show. And then still hung around for a couple minutes there until I would have gotten my next call or if they would have showed up. Well, I no sooner got my next call at about uh, 12, 11. Guess who comes waddling out the door? I passed the, the passengers from the last ride. Sorry, I got another job. Well, I got to move on. That's, exact, that's what I said. They come up, they said, are you here for Johnson? Well, I was, but <laughs> I just got another. Oh my God! You should have thought you 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 would have thought you, that I would have taken two of their kids and slapped them upside their heads hard. I know this one. I know this one very well. They're twenty minutes so, twenty minutes late, and it's my fault. So, anyways, um, as I as I'm getting ready to. Uh, getting ready to uh, pull off, I hear one of them kind of, kind of half-ass saying uh, to you know, they, they this fat white bitch. This is exactly how she put it. <laughs> Stop! Back up! Beep beep beep. <laughs> well, I stopped, and of course, at that point in time, I got another adult saying, "Well, just move on, just move on, just move on." And I'm sitting here and I'm thinking, good Lord. Now, for one thing, 
that stings a little bit because anybody that's been paying attention to this show, paying attention to me on Twitter and whatnot, will know that I have been sure, sure as hell tried to be an ally to the black community, especially ever since George Floyd. And to turn around and have that, uh, and I, look, as far as I'm concerned, that was just as big of a racial slur as if uh, if I if I would have dropped the N-bomb on her. And no, I it would have been worse because you'd have been the one getting in trouble for it. So, well, well, that's you see, therein lies the problem. I have people that were, and I was saying that this is, you know, this seems a little, you know, this is this is racist. This is, you know, but I well, did have. Duh. Well, but here's the thing: is what I what I figured out, or what I had, what I put it on Twitter, is that. It wasn't necessarily racist. It was a prejudice remark. Definitely with prejudice, but uh, wasn't necessarily racist because there wasn't uh, the the actions that accompanied. I, you know, nobody, you know, there, there's a, there's a, somebody actually put a, put out something about the difference between uh, racism and, uh, and, uh, excuse me, uh, prejudice. I'll read this real quick. Um, prejudice is a perceived, a preconceived opinion of another person not based on reason or experience can be positive or negative. <clears throat> Some, but not all, are racial in nature and have racist outcomes unlikely to impact people as negatively as racism. Whereas racism is a belief that a race is equated with uh, particular traits, belief that some races are superior to others, and results in an unequal distribution of power on the basis of race. So, I had to back up. Now, this was a definitely, she definitely pissed me off at the time. Because I, <laughs> I, I said to myself, you know, bitch, if you only knew. If you only knew. I've been I standing know, up to the, to redneck looking mother like me that uh, uh, are out there, you know, singing hallelujah to what happened to George Floyd and and, you know, black people, they, you know, the N-word, they had it, you know, they have this coming and they're just worthless, this and that, you know, and I stand up to these people, you know, all, you know, all the time. Uh, and to have her, just because she didn't get her way with me that day on that ride, just turn around and say, you know, call me a, a, a fat white bitch. Now, she wanted to call me a fat bitch. Hey, look, I've been fat since I've been six years old. So it ain't been the worst thing I've ever been called. I was gonna say, you ain't telling me nothing I don't already know. Um and bitch, well, hey, B-I-C-H. Exactly. <laughs> dickhead, so, dickhead, dickhead. Check it out. Pretty much. So I just uh 
but it was kind of a teaching. It was a teaching moment for me. I, I gotta say, I, I was mad, but uh, it was it was a little bit of a teaching moment. I have to. I do. It helped me understand the difference between uh, racism and, and prejudice because. You know. the, I, I think the best answer to that would have just been back up, look out the window and go, yeah, but you still ain't got a ride. <laughs> Drive off. <laughs> well, here's the thing. Had I been, I have to take a little bit of blame of this myself because no. I do. Because all I would have had to do was when she approached the car and asked if this is for Johnson I just said, "Oh no, uh, this is for this was for Peterson," and, uh, <laughs> and so, uh, and, and then at that point in time, I, none of that none of that would have happened, and because uh, that's what I probably should have done. But, well, see, that's uh, what most people—they don't think quickly on their feet and should have and would have—are two different I, things. And I wanted to prove a point to her at the time because oh it's, no, not you! And one of these things is yeah, okay, you know I was here for you, but uh, you decided to come down when you felt like coming down, and and besides the fact, the ride that I had that I was going to was worth twice the amount of money. Exactly. Well, well, look. To be fair, a there is a reason why you don't do reservations at hospitals. I agree with you. That's a whole other oh, thing. Absolutely. <clears throat> Second of all, it's their attitude. You know. Uh, and, and look, I've been through that. Uh, you give them time. You do the best you can. And then it's, look, I'm out here to make a buck. I'm not out here to, I'm not your personal driver. Uh, okay, if you got a problem with it, then you call my dispatch Explain to them that you were 15 minutes late coming out and why the why the driver wouldn't, uh, you know, why, why the driver couldn't take you, not wouldn't take you, couldn't take you. Because dispatch had approved, see, in my company, you couldn't, you couldn't just no-show a job. They had to approve it, okay? So, so now, now it's off your back. Well, you no-showed it. Well, you approved it. And at that point, they're supposed to make efforts to contact the customer. They never do. And uh, <laughs> and then you just go on. You say, all right, all right, all right. All right. Toss a dollar out the window. Say, bus will be by in 15 minutes. Ooh. <laughs> Wrecked them. Hell, it damn near killed them. That's it. Well, they, they uh, <laughs> our, with our company, we have to hang around. If it's if it's a reservation, we have to hang around for five minutes past the due time. Okay, well that's 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 your that's your company's policy. So you hung around past the five minutes. They still don't show up, and you were there another six minutes after. Correct. Exactly. You're a witness, counselor. That's it. And I do well, have. Okay. I'll, t- I will tell you what. By by working thirty one years in the medical business, I'll guarantee you five minutes ain't enough time to do squat. Well, and I'm depends. not defending them or anything else, but I'll guarantee you five minutes. If you sell, tell me that I'm gonna be there at noon, and you got till twelve oh five, she ain't gonna make it. I but, guarantee, ain't never gonna happen, especially not in a hospital. Most of the times, not even a clinic. That's not entirely true. And look, oh, because where do they send the people last? Where is their last appointment? 
Me, radiology. Oh, okay, you're taking this personally now. No, no, I'm just telling you. I I know how the game works. They send us to radi- They send them to radiology, and they all go to lunch. You know, so that's a uh, okay. Anyway, I'm look hospitals. I'm, I'm digressing. And getting on the bigger topic of picking up at hospitals, like like our company used to do. Uh, could you be more specific? Since there's eight flipping entrances. Which department are they yep. coming out of? Are they coming out of the cancer center? Are they coming out of the, uh, uh, you know, the outpatient? What, you know, the main or, you know, uh, and then you would call up the dispatch. Look, do we have a phone number? Yeah. And then it's connecting into the uh, hospital switchboard. This is not helping me. Uh, I used to see people giving me their paperwork for those type of ride chairs, John, and saying, well, you know, uh, I, I, I got to be down there in 10 minutes. Well, I got four exams on you I have to do. So, you know, we're going to be here 20 minutes. Well, it's, we, we, you know, look, transportation is always, you think you're last, trans, transportation, especially. Oh, yeah, you're even further down the level than I was. The list. So. And, uh, you know, the, what I would do is that I would get to a hospital. There was one in particular, two actually. And I, then I would just sit there. I would just sit there until a cash ride came out or something else came up, you know, on dispatch. And uh, and sometimes people would walk out. Sometimes customers from another company would get in my car. Oh, are you here for blah, blah, blah? Sure I am. Sure. <laughs> what the hell? <laughs> but, but I called the- I am now. <laughs> I called, I called the, the one with the threes. Oh, yeah, we're doing work for them now. Come on, get in. Let's go. See ya. <laughs> Oh, that was a standard. Are you kidding me? I used to have a scanner radio. I could decode their, uh, they had scrambled. It's all, they don't even have the radio anymore. I can talk about it. Jesus, you had an Enigma machine there, Ed? What the hell? And I had a descrambler and I could hear. We used to do the same thing. They they always. espionage in the spy business. They always suspected (laughs) that I could hear their dispatch, but they could never prove it. And we we had a guy that can, he eventually came to work for me. Hey, you can hear us on the scanner, right? No, nope, no, nope. I I never fessed up to him. unless he's listening to it right now. I never fessed up to it, and I could hear it, and I would I knew all their calls, I knew where they were coming out of, and probably better than I would say probably forty percent of the time I could scoop in. Now they they had customers who wouldn't ride with Yellow Cab, and that's fine, you know. So I wasn't getting those rides. But I would skulk around. Uh, but hotels, absolutely. Oh boy, they would get the hotel. I know this guy's got three minutes before he's going to get there. I'm up in that drive. I would sit at the bottom of the the ramp. Did they ever call you the vulture? They. I heard my name <laughs> mentioned more than once, but nobody could ever prove it because I didn't That's talk right. about it. That's the difference between saying it and proving it. That's right. That's right. Ask Fox News. What you, <laughs> what you say or what you can prove. Or... Oh hell! As that back in the back in the eighties and uh, early nineties, hell scanners. Are you kidding me? Every every I'll be guaranteed. Everybody had one. Yeah, but these were these were scrambled frequencies. You couldn't hear on a regular what? scanner. You had to buy You're another. Right. I had to. Yeah, right. They get those at Radio Shack, a descrambler. Yeah, well, yeah, uh, and that's yeah. what I had. So, hey, I did hear a gong here someplace. Yes, um, I you did, did too. So it's uh, time to say uh, audience here for this hour. Hey, we'll be back with just killing time uh, here in just a short, short. You are listening to the Taxi Stand Hour on Radio TFI.
T-F-I. You found Just Killing Time with John and Ed. A real woman could stop you from drinking. It has to be a real big woman. On Radio T-F-I. Join the conversation. You can reach the guys at 754-800-CHAT, 754-800-2428. If you are watching live, the comment section is open. From a payphone, call collect. Why are there so many songs about rainbows and what's on the other side? Someday we'll find 
rainbow connection. The lovers, the dreamers, and me. I think they liked it. I think they really liked it. They did. They did. You guys did a great job. All right. Kermit. 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 And hello once again. Hey, we are just killing time here on the Taxi Stand Hour on Radio TFI. And on the Radio TFI streaming network, again, from the ShalottaMakesMeLaugh.com studio in St. Paul, Minnesota, I'm John Shannon. To my left, the, uh, yeah, that's right. (laughs) To my left, Queens, New York, in the Radio TFI executive tower, where I believe they finally found and killed the moth that screwed everything up last week. Mm-hmm. It would be the one and only Ed Van Ness. Good morning, sir. Good morning, kids and kittens. We trust you're having a wonderful day. Blah, blah, blah. Uh, I can neither confirm nor deny <laughs> the passing of said bug, but suffice it to say, it shan't be a problem any longer. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, Tumbleweeds and tumblets from Deep in the heart of Texas. It's Bill Pitcher. All right, thanks a lot. <laughs> that was uh all right. Well, okay. <laughs> uh, Anti climactic. Yeah, uh, somewhat, somewhat. I uh I've had better. Had worse. <laughs> well, geez, Easy now. By the way, yeah, the the, the problem the problem has been fixed until the next time when it hasn't been fixed. That's right. Absolutely. <laughs> we 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 use the standard uh here was the guarantee we used when I worked for the phone company a million years ago, uh repairing payphones. It was working when we left. When we left. Well, that's all that matters. That's I guess. really all uh-huh. that matters. We were there; it was fine. I don't know what to tell you after that. <laughs> well, we got a hey. We got a lot of fun here for our number two. Where we're gonna find it? I where we're gonna find it? I don't know. No, but uh, we're gonna find it's the Rainbow but, Connection. By the way, before you go any further, I felt this week was I, I stumbled across that that uh, video of uh, Kermit and the choir, choir, choir thing, rainbow connection. And it just, usually we put something funny in there, but it, it just felt right. And that was supposed to be for last week. So, yeah. so we kept it in uh, Kermit the frog. So that was kind of cool. I'll say that. Yeah. 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 So don't expect By that. Way, often. Hit wonder. Moving on. Uh <laughs> 
Because we got playing a knuckleball in the dirt. <laughs> you, you, you should have come up with that one. You might have actually won yeah, one. Yeah, God only knows what I'd have done with that one, right? <laughs> you know, Bill, maybe you should try eating when you've got the camera off and when no, not. No, no, no. I got, okay, what the hell? The peanut butter box there, is here. No, it's not. Turn your camera back on. <laughs> well, hey, I and I was even nice. Hell, I had a huge bowl of cereal here earlier pre-show. Yeah, you did. And it's, these these guys don't really need to sit and watch me uh, eat. So not a question I, of need. We don't I want to. Kindly uh, turn the camera around and. Uh, but you see, some of us well, have Ed's, Ed's constantly popping these nuts or whatever the hell that is. He's tic tacking on there. Tic tac. It's tic tac. Okay. He has tic tac uh, addiction. That confused with tic tac. <laughs> yeah. Uh, all right. What do you say? You ready to cue the orchestra? Yeah, cue the orchestra. Okay, here are birthdays from uh, today, the 5th through Saturday, the 11th. Uh, today, uh, Eva Mendez turns 49 years old. Who? You, you dropped out there. Eva Mendez. Ooh, Forever 21, baby. Forever 21. <laughs> um, Joel, o- Joel Osteen turns 60. Okay. Thank you. <laughs> you guys do know who he is, right? That's why you got the Not crickets. Oh, wait a minute. Let me oh. give it, let me give you what he really deserves. Just wanted to be sure here. Yeah, well, uh, hey, Monday, hold, hold on. Tap the brakes. Let's explain who he is and why. Enlighten me, please. He is one well, of these one of these mega preachers based out of Houston. No. He now has, he uses the old arena that the Houston Rockets used to play in as his quote-unquote church. And uh, when when Houston a couple of years back was having flooding and all that, uh, he was nowhere to be found to help. To open up. Not. So, there you go. That's why. Matter of fact, take that, you commie. Bastard. All right, so moving on to uh, Monday here, where Shaquille O'Neal turns 51 years old. Damn, Shaq, 51? Shaq-tastic. Shaq-foo. <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah. How about that? Uh, Tuesday, Brian Cranston turns 67. Malcolm and, in the middle. Breaking Bad. And, yeah, there you go. Uh, Wanda Sykes turns 59. Funny. One of the funniest people on the planet, bar none. She has a role, and I think this starts tomorrow, if I'm not mistaken. History of the World. In a History of the World Part 2. I, I was just looking it up last night. It starts tomorrow. I thought Hulu. Mel Brooks was doing something about that, but okay. Oh, yeah. 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 We're, we're looking forward to that. Because, oh, wait, oh, wait, oh, geez, I just had it here. I was just looking at it uh, because, as we all know, it's good to be the king. 
Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, Wanda Sykes is going to be playing the role of uh, Shirley Chisholm in that. Uh, I, I like it. <laughs> I like it. Well, we all know who Shirley Chisholm is, right? I sure do. I sure do. All right, very yeah. good. All right. Uh, actually, a Republican. First black woman to run for president on mm-hmm. the Republican ticket, believe it or not. Yeah, it's when Republicans had brains. Well, this is true. This was back in the mid seventies, or yeah, no, early seventies. Early. Uh, let's see. On Wednesday, Lester Holt turned sixty-four. Really? So, yes. Now wait a second. Oh, I wish. See, I, I missed the days when you I don't knew. have the NBC News theme. The following program is brought to you in living color on NBC. I thought I had the NBC. uh... No, no, no. I thought I had the NBC chimes. I do have them somewhere, but I wasn't prepared for it. Uh, Also on Wednesday, hey, hey, he's a monkey. Mickey Dolan's 78 years old. God bless you. only one people. Michael Nesmith is still alive. No, no, too. no. Nesmith died about a year ago. Did he? Oh, yeah. Was it? Okay. Well, yeah, well then Mickey is the only one left. He is the only one left. Matter of fact, when Nesmith passed, it was before you became part of the shenanigans here. We put up a card. Mm-hmm. We had a card. We opened the show with uh, Mr. Nesmith's passing. And by the he way, what? The last train to Clarksville. What was his mother famous for? He made white out. That's correct. Ooh, very good. Mm-hmm. Uh, hey, Thursday, young Miss Suni Lee from right here in the Twin Cities turns 20 years old. I, I, I honestly have no idea who that is. Neither one of you, huh? Olympic, nope. gold, medi- medalist, uh, Olympic gold medal gymnast. From the oh, okay. 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 Now, I, I thought it was either that or figure skating I, for some reason. I. Wow, playing the crick, playing the crickets on Suni Lee. I don't know who she uh, is. Cards, cards and letters. Cards and letters. <laughs> Damn. For the big shining tower in Queens. Exactly. On Friday, uh, Carrie Underwood turns 40. No way. No way. Legs all the way up to her ears. Mm-hmm. I'm still trying to figure out how she figured that Jesus was going to take the wheel. I don't get it. Crickets. Thank you. <laughs> Are you familiar with the song? Yes. Okay. Thank you. Ed. No, I'm not. She got Jesus sitting next to her. She says, Jesus, take the wheel. Jesus says, what the hell? Last thing I drove was a camel. Anyways. Ladies and gentlemen, we are experiencing technical difficulties. Please stand by. (laughs) Don't do that after last week's debacle. The technical difficulty is that uh, John won't get off this John just come up with me, just pulled something out the old rectum there. Correct him. Also, Damn near killed Friday. him. Damn near killed him. Oh, Jesus. Uh, <laughs> also on Friday, Chuck Norris turned eight, turns 80 <laughs> years old. 
No, 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 no. Chuck Norris turns whatever age he wants to turn. Yeah, leave him alone. Yeah, there's a whole bunch of those things about Chuck Norris doing things, and I can't think of one of them, though. Uh, Also Friday, Robin Thicke turns 43 years old. Yay. On Saturday, we got Johnny Knoxville, who turns 42 years old. Terrence Howard turns 54. Now, what's the controversy with him and Marvel? Any idea? Terrence Howard? He was in the original Iron Man, and he played... Uh, oh, yeah, he said he don't do sequels. Oh, is that, that was, what he that said? That was the reason he wasn't in... That's why he wasn't in Iron Man 2. I thought it was because they got Don Cheadle instead. Yeah, well, that was that was the reason, but he said, I don't do sequels. Yeah, no, he, the story yeah they didn't that. want him to do the sequel. That's what it was. That's well, probably what it was. More yeah. than anything else. Oh, Cheadle says he'll do it? Come on. Come on, bring it on. I think Cheadle was a better fit uh, anyways for the role. I agree. And last but not least here on Saturday, the one and only Bobby McFerrin turned 73 years old. Don't worry. Don't worry. Be, be happy. happy. I have two to add. Okay, because Uh-oh. of this, because of the special, the special situation we we're in from last week. Last week, on the twenty sixth, my brother Mike had a birthday. This week on the eleventh, oh, he turned 60, 63 on the twenty sixth. And my sister Karen, and- my sister Karen, uh, has a birthday on Saturday, the eleventh, and she turns twenty-nine. I was gonna say, don't get that one wrong, or it's your ass. Happy birthday, <laughs> happy birthday, happy birthday to you. I mean, my favorite Karen is gonna have a birthday coming up. Yes, we My are favorite We are currently the same age. We go through this every yeah. year. And because uh because our birthday we were born so close together. She's not even a year older than me. <laughs> and my brother Mike is only a year and two weeks younger than me. Uh all three of us were born in less than two years. Mom uh Damn. Got busy. My, yeah, yeah, yeah. Mom uh serious. Well, that's what that's why Should've mom told dad get the hell out this room. Mm, <laughs> you know. It was uh the, look, I, I I'm not quite sure she made it out of the hospital with my sister. And uh, <laughs> you know, it's uh, mama was a freak. I don't think it was Mama was a freak, to be quite honest. My daddy was a, based, a toad. Based, based on my life, I, I don't think. <laughs> okay. Uh, All right. So, you're Left right. Hell, it damn near killed you get these football picks rolling here? Oh, wait a minute. We don't have There those. are no football oh. picks. There are no football. However, since we have some time to kill, we're a couple, three weeks in now. Have you guys watched any of the XFL? Some of it. A little bit of it, yeah. What do you guys think? The XFL. Uh, All right. Thanks, Bill. We'll see you in about a half hour. 
Thank you. <laughs> no, I think it's better than it was originally. I, they they seem to be a little more uh, footballish. They're not gimmicky. taking a lot of the showman crap out of right, it. Exactly. They're, they're not gimmicky. Yeah. Uh, what do you think of the... Uh, oh, we were discussing, I believe, on the phone. I did see the 4th and 15th situation. Yeah. So what the rule is, is that if you're behind in the 4th quarter, this only applies in the 4th quarter. Right. If you're behind, you have the option of onside kick or just kicking, I guess. Right. Or fourth and fifteen. Who wouldn't take the fourth and fifteen? Uh, ex- well, uh, then again, you, you potentially you're making it worse for yourself. Well, yeah, but you're already down. That's why you're in that situation. So Is it fourth and fifteen from the thirty-five, or where is it? I think they said it was the twenty-five. The twenty-five, yeah. yeah. The but, but but think yeah. about it. If you're there and you get sacked, now you're just making it. You know. Okay, well, but the game's pretty much over. And it, by the same circumstance, if you go for the oh, onside yeah. kick and they recover, the game's over. True. So you're in the one-play game over scenario. Right, but you could also just do a regular kickoff. Well, you could, and then they return the ball, and then game over. And again, it adds more to it. No, uh, I found it to be very interesting. I like, mm-hmm. I like the one, two, and three-point uh, I think they stole that from from uh, John and Ed versus the spread, quite frankly. But <laughs> copyrighted that you better sue them. Yeah, I better. Uh, but I like that. I think I've seen them go for three a couple of times. Uh, the, the most of them seem to go for two because two. It, it's the difference of the two yard line or the five yard line. It, that's insignificant, really. Seems to be. And, Unless um, you want to try to run the ball, then there's a difference. What I haven't seen is scores high scoring. No, I haven't either. I've turned some of these games on at halftime. It's like six to six. Yeah. And, yeah. You know, I'm like, what the hell? Well, yeah. We're not talking about high octane offenses here for one thing. No, no. Now, uh, I don't know if you've noticed the one player and I don't know who he plays for, but TJ Vasher, if you've heard the name or seen the name, mm. uh, the kid played high school ball where I went to where I went to high school. And he was, went to Texas Tech, and then the, the Cowboys drafted him, and he was on their practice squad. And then the Cowboys had all these receivers go down, and they never brought this kid up. And this kid I've been watching since he was in high school. Hell of a good good guy, good receiver. And Cowboys just peed that one away, and so he's in the XFL right now. Yeah, I think you're going to see some a couple of nuggets come shining through. Uh, yeah. Guys who are going to find their way into the NFL this season. And quite frankly – this is what the NFL has needed, is a quote-unquote oh, yeah. minor league. Now the U- well, what was it that they had the the European the league European. there for a while, and yeah. which which was kind of interesting. Yeah, the yeah, world, the World League of American Football, uh, which then became NFL Europe because they got rid of the North American teams. But this is what what is needed. You play these games in stadiums. You can't look. They're not going to fill eighty thousand seat stadiums right now. They're not going to fill a fifteen thousand seat stadium right now. But they are building the fan base. I mean, I'm sure the games we're watching, whatever fans are in the stands, probably half of them are paper. You know, they're free tickets and uh, discount. 
Well, they, it, it goes down to, to the same thing with, with minor league baseball. Uh, I, I know, and, and Johnny will know too, with a AAA affiliate in St. Paul and Minneapolis, that makes it really easy. I, I personally didn't mind going to watch AA, AAA games because they it was more fun, really. Right. Uh, than watching a lot of the professionals play because these kids are out there really busting their ass to try to get to the big league level. Right. I've never been to a minor league game. And I think the closest one we have here is the Brooklyn Cyclones. They're a Mets affiliate. I don't know what level. Uh, and uh, But I would, uh, I would one day, I do want to go see a minor league game in a place that doesn't have a major league team. Minneapolis has the twins. You know, I want to be yeah. out in the middle of nowhere. Well, you know, that, you've got, you've got a hotbed of, of minor league baseball in the, on the East coast, right? The right. Cape Cod leagues and all of that kind of stuff. Yeah. That, there, there's a trove of those that you can run, run across. Well, getting back to the XFL here, and this is what, yeah. it seems to me they're not trying to make money right now, which is good. Don't concentrate on that. This is they got to accept the fact the rock needs to smell what's cooking. Yeah. And, and accept the fact that it's going to take time to build this up. People are hungry for football. Okay. They love watching football, but you got to give them a quality product, which, you know, they're working on. Yeah. And, and, and thank God the gimmicks are gone. Exactly. You know, I, a few rule tweaks people are great with. That's fine. Now, what's going to be interesting, the XFL, excuse me, I mean the USFL, comes back in April. That'll be on NBC and uh, Fox, I believe. Now, I think there's still, they've quote-unquote new new franchises, they've shifted things around, but I think they're all still playing a, you know in the same stadium. In two Bur locations. Oh, is it two locations? Okay, yeah. Birmingham and where? Another another southeastern city. Okay. I forget exactly. So I mean, and good on them. Let's build the product. You know, that's another way to build the product. Get teams, you know, up and running. Get the league up and running. But eventually, they're going yeah, to have. This, this is this is how you fail. You saturate the market at, at a certain point. Well, that's and that is going to be the undoing of certainly one of them. Yes, certainly well, one of them. People, people get starving for football. I mean, seriously. yeah, but at a certain point, you you, you kind of go, well, you know, I cannot. I I mean, as much as I love my NFL and all that, to to watch football twenty four seven, three sixty five, I'm not interested. Right, because the summertime for me is baseball. That's just the way you, it is. Have either of you guys seen whatever it is that they're playing in? In Las Vegas, XFL. Have you seen that st stadium yet? Oh, oh, I did. Cashman. It looked like it was out in somebody's backyard. Yeah, Cashman Stadium. <laughs> it was it Cashman Stadium. Cashman Stadium. That's that's the yeah. name, right? I'm from, I've been, yeah, I've been to Cashman Stadium. Yeah. So then, if that's where they're playing, actually, I looked at that. I I, I was I was watching that game at the beginning. I thought kind of the same thing, but you know what? That's where they need to be playing. A small stadium. Exactly. A that's exactly right. A small stadium. That's not. Right. They're not being pushed out by anybody else. They're not going to fill fill the uh, where the Raiders play. They're not going to fill that dome. Okay, so no. let's not even kid ourselves. There may come a time, but that time is not right now. 
Uh, but that's where you want to play. The, uh, the the team in Arlington is playing uh, where the Rangers used to play, the old baseball stadium. It's bigger, mm-hmm. but nobody's using it. I don't understand why they needed a new stadium. That no, the, the, actually, the, actually, there's been a lot of use with it. it. It's and it sits right across the street from the new from stadium. the new stadium, right? Which makes it a giant pain in the ass when you go to a Rangers game to find parking. I can believe imagine. me, been there, been there, done that, and that's right. a giant pain in the ass. But that stadium, the one that you're talking about, Club Arlington Life. Stadium, Club is a, still a beautiful stadium. They've been using it a lot for uh, some of the high school playoff games right, right. Uh, and things like that. So the stadium is being used. Okay, but now just just as a uh, to sidetrack, because I see them both of them almost every day. Now here in New York, both Yankee Stadium and Shea Stadium were replaced. And same thing. They built a new stadium right next door, but then they tore down the old stadiums and made parking. See that? No, no. Texas mentality. We ain't tearing it down. We just build it next door. We're going to have a whole bunch of 13 different stadiums around there. <laughs> well, they still haven't torn down the Astrodome. I mean. No. Although that doesn't. And if, I'm not mistake, and if I'm not mistaken, speaking of parking headaches, if I'm not mistaken, isn't that area there around? Arlington Stadium or whatever they're calling that, all that area, isn't that like right next to Six Flags, if I'm not mistaken? Uh, it's it's well about a quarter of a mile across the highway is Six Flags. So I mean, it's got pfft, everything in the, the the universe right there, and uh, and then there's Jerry World sits right across the street. Oh, is that Jesus. is that right Jerry there? World? Oh yes, it's it's just like three blocks down from the stadium, and oh. people used to park there, and he'd make a fortune off charging parking for Rangers games. Well, I'll be. Yeah. Well, I'll be. You already were. <laughs> well, I think we've so, ki- we've killed some time there. Yeah, kind I of. I think but, we have. So. Uh, what do you say we get to the highly, highly anticipated oh, yeah. Battle of the One-Hit Wonders? Oh, yeah. What I live for. And now, ladies and gentlemen, allow me to present the Battle of the One-Hit Wonders. Here's your match official, John Shannon. All right, folks. Well, here is your uh, first challenger for uh, the last two weeks, actually, we should say. Uh, this is uh, in from 1983. This is Quiet Riot. And our uh, challenger for this week, the one and only Debbie Boone from Yeah, it's your 
Oh, dear God. I thought I was over that. Oh. Wait, till, wait till he hears the results. <laughs> All right, let's... Let's go ahead. <laughs> Woosa. <laughs> Let's go ahead and get out the results here. Uh, how, how about we? How about we hear from the champion, reigning champion? Oh, oh who's that? Daisy Turner, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah, I, I did forget we did have a champion there too. So now, now, now before we continue, John, explain to us: Did all the voting close last week? Well, here's what happened. Yeah, <laughs> explain. Oh, oh, okay, explain, explain it to me, Lucy. Lucy, you got some explaining to do. When I set this up, I set it up on Facebook and on Twitter. Now. Normally, the now the Twitter, okay, Twitter has it as a time limit. I set it. I set it for exactly six days. When I get the little notice that says the votes have been, you know, the the, the polling is closed, I go to uh-huh. the, I go to the Facebook, and then that's where the uh, I say, okay, well, that's it. Uh-huh. It's sealed. Do you uh-huh. sit that all down? to the friggin' point. So what happened was I figured, okay, we had this position. We had this extra, you know, we had this extra time. I figured I would just let the Facebook poll continue to run. Without the Twitter poll? Without the well, I still have the Twitter poll. So the results with the Twitter poll. but But the Twitter poll didn't did not continue. No, it didn't continue. But oh. The only place people were play, were bet were putting their votes people were, were betting. <laughs> I I think we have a uh, a dilemma here, John. Now I would be all for. No, we don't. I think if one stops at a particular time, they all stop at a particular time, unless you had restarted the vote. Or, or- Count the votes. Count the. Oh, wait a minute. Stop the vote. Stop the, Stop vote. the seal. Stop the steal. Yeah. Stop that seal, Stop too. Stop the seal. Let's, let's hear him out. Well, okay. so I left the. I went ahead and let the Facebook poll go ahead and run. And it was probably. It was a good thing that I did because at the end of last week, um, Don't you the, dare! There was a t- there was a tie. There was a tie <laughs> between Stacy's mom and you. Light up my no. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm 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 lying. It was uh, it was Stacy's mom and come feel the noise. 
Mm -hmm. it, was right. a, it was a deadlock tie. So I figured, okay, I'm not going to do any more on the on Twitter. I'll just let the Facebook bowling run. The Facebook bowling ran for another week, and we have a definitive result. Hmm. All right. And the, this is one of the best comebacks I'd ever seen by Debbie Boone. <laughs> <laughs> Bill's about to get trying to hold it so it doesn't explode. Well, never mind. Uh, all right. Well, here we go. Here is, here is your winner a total of 43.3% of the vote. And new Battle of the One Hit Wonders champion. Quiet Riot with Come Feel the Noise. Come on, feel the noise. Girls, rock your boys. We'll get wild, wild, wild. Wild, wild, wild. So you think I got an evil mind? Tell you, honey. Sing inside it. 
Oops. Yeah. You like me. You really like me. Congratulations, Congratulations to Mr. Fancher. He finally... 700 weeks later. It took an extra week of counting. Yeah, it, it took an extra week of Dominion voting. It took an extra week where Bill could vote as many times as he liked on Facebook. No, I tried. It didn't work. <laughs> Meanwhile, the Twitter folks did not get the same opportunity. No, too bad. Ooh. Oh, is that I how just, it's going to hey, be? I mean, you know, it's sometimes it tis what it tis. Sometimes you're the bug. Sometimes well, you're the windshield. Sometimes you're exactly. Sometimes you're the dog. Sometimes you're the hydrant. Mm-hmm. Well, we are going to file a protest. Yeah, right. Protest this. Easy. Easy. <laughs> I just need one more vote. Yeah, I just need one more vote. I'm calling Alabama. I'm calling Georgia. (laughs) Turn the machines back on. (laughs) All right. Trading places. Thank you. You're welcome. (laughs) Greatest cameo ever. Was uh, uh, coming to America. Coming to America. Motor World. We're, We're back. back. <laughs> <laughs> All right. How about some numbers here for this? Cheating numbers? Yeah, sure. sure. Because yeah. now when you were talking to me, dog, I was looking at Facebook and Facebook had it up by 70%. Moving on. Let's go. Chop, chop. Here we go. Come on, dog. Oh. Yeah. Come on, dog. Twitter, on Twitter. Uh, Stacy's mom uh, would have uh, won handily, 40, handily. Uh, 43 to 33%. That's beginning to really make me wonder. On Twitter, people hate you, Bill. I know. They hate me because I don't want to be on Twitter. And the Facebook people on hate Facebook. me because I don't want to be on Facebook. You don't want to be on Facebook. <laughs> come, come, come to the world. Come feel the noise that already won Facebook. Yeah. Yeah. But by a sizable margin. That up. Uh yeah, sixty, I think it was like sixty-four to uh sixty-four to thirty-seven. Uh-huh. Originally. And, and then Debbie had like one percent, you know. There was bitch. one more vote. One more vote by or came on to give it get, get to the point where it was sixty-six percent for Come feel the noise as opposed to 37% on Facebook. La 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 Banana splits. Got a boy right on top of things today. Name them. So anyways, the total votes come feel. Oh, by the way, you light up my life. Just no, just no. Just, you're the, just no. You're the wind beneath my wings. You're the sweat in my socks. Oh yeah. It did garner twenty four percent of uh, Twitter. Yeah, it because did. you got it. Well, never mind. No, never mind. I, I, I caught myself before I said it. I caught myself before I said it. It didn't get a single vote on Facebook. Really? As well, it shouldn't have. Wow, my peeps. <laughs> Easy, Kong. <laughs> <laughs> 
right, so oh, there you go. So I do feel by cheated. 43, by forty-three to uh, basically forty-three to forty-one percent uh, for the top two. There, come feel the noise. Is your winner and this week's I, I, champion? I feel cheated. I feel. Oh, dirty. shut up and just take it. How many, ti- How many times have you said that in your life? <laughs> Since your dumbass boy went on for 13 weeks in a row, shut up. All right, well, here we go. We do have a couple of contenders for uh, uh, next week. Uh, first, do we, now? Uh, we do. This ought to make for a pretty decent battle, I will okay. say. Okay. So this is my pick for uh, next week. It is from 1978 uh, from Quattro and Norman. Oh, jeez. Our love is alive. And so we begin. Foolishly laying our hearts on a table. Stumbling in. Our love is a flame.
Ladies and I'm gentlemen, sorry, I had to take some insulin. My blood sugar went really high. On ladies and gentlemen, like welcome crap. to the ten-minute version of the taxi. Yes, stand and hour. and I, if I recollect, the last time Johnny said he didn't like "Come on, Feel the Noise" because I don't like songs that repeat the name of the title over and over and Bill, over again. Bill, chill for a moment. I can't. And again, welcome to the. I'm the champion, damn it! <laughs> this is my show now. <laughs> Welcome to the 10 minute version of the Taxi Stand Hour on Twitter because I just hit the button for the video feed and John is. Oops. Oops. I just happened to I just happened to look at my phone. I just wanted to kind of track along or chug yeah. along with what was going on yeah. Yeah. on Twitter there yeah. and just happened to look yeah. and said, well, wait a minute, wait, our feed isn't there. And I look yeah. up. Yeah. There now. Oh, there now, yeah, it's there now. Push the button, uh, googly But we're we're on the radio, right, John? We are on the radio, okay, absolutely. Well, at, least, radio. at least we're on the radio. We got that going for us. Uh, radio TFI comes through once again, folks. What can I say? Radio uh, TFI. All right, now uh, time running out here. I want to see. I want to see his head explode now as we play. Oh, dear Christ, not again. As we play the uh, the, the listeners challenge song. John? No. From 1976, this entry would be from the Starland Vocal. Oh, dear God. Working up an appetite, looking 
and stones together make a spark to ignite And the thought of loving you is getting so excited Skyrockets in flight Afternoon delight Afternoon delight From 1976, the Starland Vocal Band with Afternoon Delight. Your other challenger here on Battle of the One Hit Wonders. And uh, you know what the best part about this is? There is a there is a one in three chance that one of uh-huh. those two songs uh-huh. will knock Mr. Fancher out of the uh This is this little vial is saving my life right now. Because there's too much damn sugar for any human being to ever take. And I knew in 1976 when I first heard that song that sometime in my lifetime it was going to come back and bite me in the ass. Well, in that case, it's just foreplay in the afternoon. (laughs) I personally will be not only voting for, but actively advocating for Afternoon Delight. Because I want to see Bill's head explode off his shoulders like a Saturn V rocket. (laughs) Evil, evil bastard. That's Mr. Evil Bastard to you. Mr. Evil Bastard. Who is who? And don't think you're you're innocent in this dog. Oh, I am. I'm more to blame than he is. And I know where you live. <laughs> hey, I'm more to blame than he is. I get, you know, uh-huh. when I put out the little message uh-huh. for the uh-huh. song, you know, looking for the uh, uh-huh. looking for a challenger song from the audience. This, um, this, 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 I, this shouldn't I, even. I, under uh, normal circumstances, this shouldn't even be a contest. Boys, we only have a minute left, so let's... Good. So, so, so let's vo- torture me for that last minute, please. So vote early and often. Afternoon Delight, that's your winner, because uh, come on, feel the noise. Well, it's kind of the same thing. Uh, uh, they cheated. They don't deserve to be there. And... Uh, <laughs> You know, so Starland Vocal Band, that's your that's your true one-hit wonder. This is... Stop the steal. Stop the steal. Start the machines. Start the machines. Start the machines. Turn the machines back on. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my goodness. Actually, a decent show today. Not a lot of technical problems. Well... Well, we I only get the last ten I got minutes. A friggin' headache, but other than that, <laughs> we will get some. We will get some vo- form of this onto uh, onto the Twitter and onto YouTube here uh, 
before uh, too awful long, folks. Thanks for Chuck, your patience. Chuck Barris just gonged us. So that means it's uh, time to say goodbye for this week. Uh, it's been real. It's been fun. I can't necessarily say it was real fun, but uh, we'll get back. Be back here, uh, hopefully next week, and try to do it all over again. For Bill, for Ed, I'm John. And I got the money. Clear!